0: Welcome, you're listening to the Across State Lines podcast. Your host is my sister, Rebecca Klein. She's a professional tour guide who's been all across the USA meeting all sorts of cool people. Our goal at this podcast is for Rebecca to interview a friend from each of the 50 states. I'm the podcast engineer, Noah Klein. You might hear me talk during the show a little bit. So please enjoy the show, tell your friends about us, and welcome to Across State Lines.
1: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Across State Lines. This week we are talking all things Arizona and I have my guest, Kevin. Say hi Kevin.
2: Hi, Kevin. Yes. I okay.
1: <laughs> okay, um Kevin's a new friend. We just met about a month ago. Um, because we are embarking on a new adventure as adventure guides, I guess I'll just say it. we're going to work for Disney. So. Um, and uh, yeah, we just did a whole week of training at Disney World, <laughs> which is like a weird to sentence to say. Yeah, weird thing to say. We had a great time, and then uh, and then we both got our assignments. Um, I actually was like, I thought I was going to get Alaska. That's what I thought because I thought that they weren't going to put me somewhere I was super comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, But that's like pretty much what they did for you. So why don't you tell our listeners like where you're from, you're from Arizona, but tell us like about the trip you're going to be guiding this summer a little bit. Yeah,
2: yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I've been working with the Disney company for a few years now. And so working on the yeah. cruise lines. So being back, but no matter what, like everyone says like, oh, you must be doing all this stuff. Like Arizona is my favorite place without a doubt. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, I'm going to be guiding here doing Arizona and Utah, where you pretty much start. At uh, Phoenix Sky Harbor, the airport in downtown Phoenix, and you make your way up to Sedona, and then you go to Sedona the Grand Canyon, into Monument Valley, the Moab, and then you fly out of Grand Junction after an eight-day, seven-night trip, and you're doing and you're rafting down the uh, down the Colorado River, not in the canyon, but uh, you're doing that. You're going to Arizona, which was the highlight of the tour, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I'm dead okay. serious. It was amazing. Okay, I and believe, I was you. I such believe a, you. And I was with you. I was, like, I was like, come on, really? Why? Why are we here? <laughs> yeah. And then after we left, I'm like, why are we leaving? Because I want to stay here so bad.
1: Okay, we've got to talk about that. We for will, for sure. sure. But other than okay. that, though, yeah.
2: I, I mean, uh, I love the state. I'm happy. And so I kind of thought the same thing. I was like, well, a lot of us are going to be mostly domestic-based. I was like, it'd be silly for me to not be in yeah. my comfort zone, of course, where is yeah. here, so
1: am i might just like approach or, like my thought I, who knows what like i don't know anything but i thought <laughs> that they wouldn't do that because i thought they wanted us to not run the same tours that we've always been running because they don't want it to be stale and they wanted to like keep us on our toes most tour companies like just throw you to the wolves and they're like mm-hmm. figure it out but yeah. this is like way better <laughs> like they're letting us like ease into you know being really great guides for them and so a lot of our friends, like Liz got Boston, Colin got mm-hmm. New York, you got Arizona. That's like, what
2: that's, – and that's what I expected, like a lot of the Disneyland yeah. people. I mean, and, and yes, expected versus oh, yeah. not expected too. Like it's kind of weird yeah. because, I mean, I can see the cost efficiencies of keeping people within their home states. And so it's an easy drive to where the tour starts. And so you don't yeah. have to worry about other flights and other luggage and stuff like that. Yeah. I get that. But I also get, of course, you know, your perspective. Okay, you're going to Italy. So it's like, yes, now that's what a lot of yeah. people want as well as the whole big – experience of travel and the change yeah. but in my perspective it's like i'm i love the travel but i love no i love being good a great doing something yeah. great for something that i know really well and that's yeah, something i agree and that's here and i know i can learning the logistics is the most important part of a new uh tour operation and a new uh, company. Yeah. And this is the easiest way to do that when you don't have to worry about information is doing here in my opinion. For me, for me personally.
1: Yeah, yeah so. no, I agree. I mean, I'm I'm excited to... And I've been guiding for a while and I think I've oh, sure. like, noticed that. Yeah. But, um, like, yeah, I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be cool. It's going to be it's great. It's going to be May.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm
1: excited. Okay, so let's talk about Arizona. I, when I was thinking about it, I've actually spent a good amount of time in Arizona because, yeah. like... My, the company I worked for before, it's, I, I was reflecting on my experiences, and it totally makes sense that I spent a lot of time in the desert because there's no rain in the desert in the None,
2: summer. none. Really? And the, the summer is actually one of our rainier seasons, too. The, well, the end of the winter and the summer with monsoons and stuff like that, I mean, we get less than 10 inches of rain per year, so it's
1: yeah, essentially nothing. Yeah that it makes sense from a, from an operation standpoint to go places where the weather is like pretty consistent. Oh, so sure. I've actually spent a good amount of time. And like highlights for me are um, there's a state park right outside Parker, Arizona, right on the border called River Isles, which I really mm-hmm. like. It's on the river. And then mm-hmm. um, nice. I spent time in Sedona, which is awesome. I spent also spent time in... Um, Scottsdale, <laughs> which is
2: wild. Nice. That place Luxurious. is pretty crazy. Which is wild yeah. with a y, wild. Yes,
1: yes, it's so. No, it's, ta- it's I would nuts. like to talk about that. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> can, Let I me just go that. through my, my list I mean, of things I, I know. <laughs> the Grand Canyon, of course. But what
0: do you? What you got? It. was, very, you gotta, it yeah. was very,
2: Your list was very diverse, right there. I mean, a State <laughs> Park, right there on the side of Parker, and then all the way in. Yeah. The places that, but hey, Sedona and Scottsdale, like those, are two. In my opinion, like major cities that are, are, you know, people come here for those reasons. Being yeah. Sedona being as beautiful as it is, gets roughly, you know, two, over 2 million visitors per year. 10,000 people only live there. Uh, nobody that works in Sedona actually uh, lives, lives in Sedona because they all can commute from, like, Cottonwood and other side, outside cities and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, you know, Oak, Oak Creek Canyon.
1: Tell me more it's about cool. the Vortexes. I want to learn about Vortexes. What do you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so... Uh, so, and I'm I'm like, so this woman, Paige Bryant, she came, I, I believe that's who it was. She came out here and this one, she's, I think she's from the Midwest and she came out and she experienced this set, this feeling of, uh, pull of gravitational pull from the earth. Uh, sometimes it's from the earth pushing up to you and sometimes it's pulling down to the earth and up to the heavens and there's positive and negative vortexes and there's, there's four of them. And so the four are, uh, Boynton Canyon. Uh, and then there's Airport Mesa, and then there's Bell Rock, and then there is Cathedral Rock. And so these four all have different senses of vortex of feelings where you're going to experience some sort of 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 high energy. I am not in that <laughs> realm uh, at all of spirituality. You don't feel host, it. Be, you're not into be, it. You don't, uh, don't right? feel it. No, I, I, uh, yeah. So some of I've had a I, I did a tour once where I uh, I talked about it and we were up there for like four or five hours and one of them went out and hiked to Airport Mesa, which is just like the small local airport that they have in Sedona. And And yeah. uh, she she came back and she was like shaking and she was like Kevin, as I was sitting there, I, I I felt you know this spirit talking to me and it whispered Whoa. in my ear and it said you're having an amazing vacation. And I was like, well, you are. Good. And, <laughs> and it's because of me. And. Uh, <laughs> And nothing yeah. like that. But little things yeah. like that. I've had two or three people just say, like, yeah, we felt just kind of like a weird sensation, just chills up your spine or, or you know, down your forearm, stuff like that, goosebumps. Cool. When you're just standing there, I'm like, that's kind of, you know, that's the MO of the place. And so that's why it is so travel.
1: beautiful, too. Honestly, just the altitude and the clean air and the mm-hmm. scenery could put people in a different state of mind just that Absolutely. alone. Absolutely. So pretty. I was just so there this past really weekend. Nice. I was just saying this
2: past weekend, I had a friend in town who's from New York and and she's never been out drove out out there. Yeah, she's never been, it's two hours from me and she's never been out this uh, far west before and so she came into Phoenix and she's from Philly and so she was like, oh my goodness, there's a mountain like right outside your door and I'm just like, yes, we have, you know, it's some of the most peaks in the entire United States. Yeah, it's so pretty. But then you go to Sedona and it's like, this is nothing like Phoenix and so it's crazy to kind of see all this in our uh, beautiful state that we live in. (laughs)
1: One time I, like, I was trying, so basically the last company I worked for, they had us drive to Sedona from Grand Canyon, like, from, what is it, For or from, what is it, what is that, shoot, what's the capital of Arizona?
2: Phoenix. <laughs>
1: <Sorry>. No, <laughs> Phoenix. Wait, what's the other one? That's north, oh, Flagstaff.
2: Flagstaff, yeah, okay. So yeah. It was once, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, they had us drive through Flagstaff, and then... Go to Sedona and then boomerang back the way we came and go mm-hmm. back. And like, I, it was like my first time doing it for the season. And I was like, whatever, I'm going to just go through Sedona. And I ended up having to like switch back like crazy up like a yeah. cliff face. Yeah. And it was like a town out there, like on a cliff, like, mm-hmm. and it was like a really weird old Western town. It was pretty cool. Is it was but it, it Jerome? Me- maybe yeah. yeah yeah and it took me a really long time to get out of there and then i ended up going to um Crackle Barrel and kingman arizona at like nine thirty at night to everybody dinner because <laughs> i like go. really mess i really messed up that day Getting but I mean, grits. It- nobody noticed and then the hotel we stayed at was in um oh what is that weird town with the london bridge havasu is that havasu yeah
2: uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it could be havasu city yeah
1: yeah, because okay. have you been to the London Bridge out there? It's like yeah. this weird bridge that they it's imported. randomly yeah. out there, yeah. Yeah, we stayed at a really not-so-great hotel there, so I, we got there really late, like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> I was like, go to bed. Like, don't even look at this hotel. Just go to bed, and we'll go Good night. in the morning. That's but I, I really like Sedona. I think the vibe there is so cool um Would you or would you not go swimming at Sliding Rock? Is that something I've been to? Oh, I've been yeah. to slide Rock. Yeah, I, I, I
2: no, I, I mean, I it's in the summertime. Like we were driving through there with our guests, and we saw literally thousands of people in there, and that's when I'm like, nope. But obviously, yeah. that's the only time where it's the uh, Oak Creek Canyon is going to be, I guess, tolerably like, warm, swimmable. I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, not kind of or not flowing so yeah. fast. Exactly, and not flowing so fast. And yeah. so I've done it. And so, I mean, that place is cool. Also the apple, like the apple orchard that they have there at the park, the yeah. state park. It's I think it's a really cool place to kind of go. And that's outside of the city yeah. and another good experience.
1: I think um, I really do like Arizona. And mm-hmm. the more I think about it, I, you guys just crush it with the state parks. Like, yeah. Just every state park. I've been to the Saguaro State Park. Not the national park, S- but the state was. So how do you S- say it? Saguaro?
2: Saguaro? The G is not there. It's Saguaro. Uh, Saguaro. I thought I was
1: doing it right. Saguaro. You're close. You're,
0: okay. There you go.
1: So I stayed at the Saguaro. Um, Down in yeah, Tucson? Sta- yes. I was mm-hmm. driving cross country and I came from um, White Sands, New Mexico. And then nice. I think that was my next stop. And I loved it. And I think I told you this. I was, like, just enjoying the cacti, enjoying the park. There's nobody there.
2: Yep. And
1: I decided to go on a hike because I had this nice little loop trail. And I got pretty far from the car, maybe, like, 45 minutes to an hour. And I just got this, like, scary feeling. Like, nobody knows where I am. Nobody knows that I'm hiking. Uh, a rattlesnake could bite me at any moment and I just got <laughs> super nervous and I just like ran back to the car like just full-on like sprinted back like oh man just get a little exercise <laughs> yeah, yeah I've
2: been I've been there twice it, I, I love Saguaro yeah that Saguaro that park is amazing and it's really cool yeah, largest the contiguous scenery. saguaros in the Sonoran Desert of course which is the only place they can grow so it's sweet uh, yeah but I, that was the only place I've seen a heel monster too so that was really cool I did not expect that to happen a what a, a gila monster one of, the, one of the most venomous lizards in the entire world
1: um, orange and tell black us, tell us more how uh, big uh, is this thing
2: uh, i would say maybe like 18 inches they can grow up to and so they're orange and black uh you're to you see more black stripes orange spots and stuff like that and so wow. they are one of the most deadly lizards in the entire world outside the komodo dragon
0: uh huh. they're ven- venomous
2: of course and the thing is behind them is that they don't have teeth they have all their venom in their their gums but they latch on and they lock their jaw on your arm and then they gnaw into your arm and that's how they release the venom and what? so yeah so you can't no. so
1: it's like gnawing on you can't get it off it's like locked on
2: essentially yes I, i've had a friend who told stories as they were a guide and they said they had experiences that you literally have to like run with this heel monster locked on your arm as it's just injecting not na- injecting you with all this venom and venom oh. and they can, they can they are deadly and they um yeah someone says that you have to like submerge them in water because then they, <gasps> they could either you know are they going to breathe or are they going to die right and take you with them like what's going like to be a, the outcome
1: stubborn you yeah. know they're like yeah so that's like
2: and then <laughs> and then you show up to the pearly gates with a gila monster on your arm and you said hey he oh came gosh. with me no i mean but yeah they're, that's the only place i've seen they're very very hard they're very very hard to find they're very shy yeah. you'll never see them they're they're always kind of bur- burrowed in the ground they never want to come yeah. out they hate people just like rattlesnakes i mean i saw i saw a couple of rattlesnakes last week too so it's fun. So, I love I love the creatures of the desert, the critters.
1: Uh, so, um, are there tarantulas and scorpions out there too? Um, sc-
2: scorpions, yes. You'll, they're more in the Phoenix area. Tarantulas are going to be more in like Sedona. You're going to see those in Sedona or Tucson. Even Phoenix, yeah. I have never seen a tarantula. I've seen one, maybe one or two when I was visiting in Tucson, up in Sedona. You don't. That's where you're going to see them more out, kind of around. If you do, but uh, yeah. scorpions for sure. I, I don't have. The, what's weird about scorpions is that. They're very territorial. So, like, my house doesn't really have any, but we have neighbors that have a bunch, and like, they'll never appear in our house. Uh, for example, I'm talking like uh, back to my parents' house just growing up. Like, I've never, I don't think I've ever saw one in my parents' house. And we, they've, been, they've been there since 1995. And so it's it's been wild, but we had our neighbor who had them all the time in their house. And so it's, it's kind of crazy. They glow in the dark, so it's fun. We had a, my sister moved into another house about five, six years ago, and we would go out. With a black light and and the black light is what actually causes them to glow in the dark and their exoskeleton and so we go out and we'll get a can of wd-40 and a lighter and we'll just torch them right off the walls <laughs> oh no God. holds barn. no <laughs> holds barn. it's a blast just
1: fire them up yeah, fire them
2: up yeah and then how big take... are
1: these guys like a few inches
2: oh yeah a couple inches two maybe couple three inches. four three four okay. inches as a good is a good healthy do you like check your clicking?
1: shoes in the morning before you like put on your sneakers? That's so what people.
2: That's what people say to. I don't. I don't think I've. I've maybe once ever. Like, I've ever checked my shoe for anything. I just you know. If
1: it, <laughs> you just if go it,
2: for it. it I'm, I'm an odds man, and I feel like that's against the odds. So I'm like, yeah, the chances of that happening are high. So I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Fun. Cool. Cool. Cool.
1: Um. And then what about like um, you guys got road runners out there, like cool birds and stuff. I got a list.
2: I got a hilarious story about roadrunners. And so right. I was I was guiding once and so we were driving out in the Yavapai Nation which is about 35 40 minutes out uh northeast of where I live. And yeah. so we were out there and we, and that was when I was working for Pink Jeep Tours down here in the Scottsdale area. It was <laughs> Oh, hilarious. I did not know you
1: did that. I think I yeah. maybe I remember. Yeah. So you did that. Okay, so the Pink Tor- the Pink Jeep Tours guys, you'll see if you go out to Arizona you will see them. They're everywhere and they're pretty cool. I've never done it, but I think my oh. mom has.
2: Only in yeah, Sedona now, though. We used to have a branch down oh, in Phoenix and Scottsdale.
1: At- yeah, but then I thought you were at the Grand Canyon. No? They are
2: there too. I'm sorry. Yes, Sedona yeah, and Grand Canyon. Yeah, because I
1: see them. I see them coming up that freeway, that road from uh, Williams out to the Grand six, Canyon. Yeah, the
2: sixty up from Williams. So yeah, exactly.
1: And we'll then, talk about yeah. that
2: later. <laughs> yeah. sure, sure. we got time. <laughs> okay,
1: tell me about the Roadrunner.
2: So I was taking these. A lot of people, of course, that are out here in the Phoenix area when you're doing busy tourism season. And when we had our company that was down here, they were from Canada, uh, Toronto, actually. Uh, and yeah. so the fun thing about that is that these three ladies I went with and they were like we want to find a roadrunner like we want to see a roadrunner and I was just like yeah. oh. I was like oh cool yeah. like that's great and of course yeah. their their roadrunner perspective was built off of cartoons and so right. we're going around in the desert and they're like where are these giant roadrunners like they they're expecting like ostrich emu status of roadrunners or like Mm-mm. wily coyote and yeah. roadrunner and stuff and so I'm like well, maybe we'll see one maybe they don't they'll kind of just scoot across the ground they're one of the fastest land birds around and yeah so that we're we're sitting there at the end of the tour and they're like we're there bummed they didn't see a roadrunner and then a little roadrunner runs across the track and they're all so disappointed because it wasn't you know <laughs> the size of the yeah. an ostrich and so they're yelling at me like it's my fault and i'm like that it's sorry. not bigger i'm sorry i didn't you know find all the roadrunners Aww. in the valley and inject them with roids to get them all giant like it's it was yeah. just you know it's a small little bird that it could is be what it maybe is. a foot long yeah
1: I've never seen one, and I've been out in the desert quite a bit, and like I've never seen one. So that's really lucky, actually, mm-hmm. that they've golf, seen them.
2: Mostly at golf courses. That's kind of where I tend to see them. Well, that's where the golf water golf. is. Like, exactly. Because
1: that's that's how they got their name, or I was told once, is that the water collects on the side of on the cement. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't just drain right into the dirt. And so they come to drink water, and then they got their go. name. There that's you go. That's what I heard once. But I had a similar thing happen with some guests in Yellowstone. Um, we saw, you know, we saw the buffalo, we saw um like giant rams we saw black bears and then we saw wolves straight up wolves which is mm-hmm. so cool Ooh, crazy that's, cool
2: that's crazy cool
1: it was so cool we literally like were just driving along the road and they were like trotting along like um like a deer trail you know like right on the ridge and we i was literally just like driving and they're like walking with us like it was the coolest thing ever but Oof. my guests were upset that they didn't see a grizzly bear and it's
2: like we saw wolves <laughs> we saw wolves what's good enough people I, I,
1: yeah, oh my goodness. it was and the wolves were so much bigger than i thought they were going to be like they are scary like they actually mm-hmm. are pretty scary um but yeah like you know you can't it's like
2: you can't please and and then and something i mean built. Everybody wants to see wildlife, and everybody wants to see nature, and then you finally get something But that that maybe uh, the the media world hasn't hyped as much. I mean, obviously, grizzly bears is, you know, like, oh, my goodness, did you see Leonardo DiCaprio got destroyed by one? I want to see it. Yeah, exactly. And same thing with a lot of things out here. People always want to see snakes, and obviously, snakes aren't the easiest thing to come across. Yeah, they're,
1: like, in the cool rocks. They're hiding.
2: (laughs) Exactly. (sighs) ridiculous I feel um
1: you. yeah i like the guests though like i'm sure you've had them too that are just amazed by everything and they like mm. let you know all the time those are the best mm. I, I am a big fan of those they, they just make people. the job so much better and that's <laughs> so and, you much know, better that's like 60
2: 70 of the people i feel yeah. like too, right? so it's yeah. good
1: yeah for sure um okay so we're just moving right along <laughs> so that that's like the sedona saguaro sag, how do you say Almost. it again saguaro
2: there you go Saguaro. instead of gua it's w-a-r if it was just like saw war there you go And
1: for our listeners th- those are the cacti that are like the cartoons that you would draw as a kid with like the the steeple in the middle and the two arms coming off but they and, look super wonky like when you see them in real life they've got multiple branches and they also don't grow in texas even though a lot of texas merch has them on their like t-shirts and keychains and stuff but they actually don't grow in texas so yeah
2: just pe- people think yeah, people think it's just like a, a southwest in general thing. Like they're in, No. They I mean, they don't grow in Utah. They don't grow in it's uh, really Colorado specific. or not New Mexico. There's nothing. Yeah. It's mostly parts of California, Arizona, and then the rest of Sonora, Mexico. That yeah. Can have, it can germinate a saguaro cactus. They're crazy plants. I love them.
1: They're yeah. very fun. They're very cool, and they're tall. They're mm-hmm. great. Um, okay, and then the other ones I like are the – I'm going to say this wrong too, but the Akio ones – the ones that are, like, really spiny, and then they've got the red blossoms at the top. Akatia? Uh, Akatia. Yeah. Oh, man, I got to study. Their yeah. leaves
2: taste like spinach. But I mean, Native Americans all over the valley oh. would collect their leaves and use them for salads and stuff like that. There's so many oh. plants out here that are used for different uh, medicinal purposes or for food or for other various yeah. things like soap and shampoo. It, like yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah that's
1: cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Um. All right. So let's talk a little bit about Williams in Arizona because I am dying to know. And then that road. Did you also? See, I want to talk also about um, Under Canvas, which is um an outfitter that Disney uses is mm-hmm. has opened a, like a glamping experience on the 60. Really? Um, right behind the Flintstone place.
2: No way. Uh, in yeah. There, in, in Valley, that's the city that the Flintstone. Yeah. Thing.
1: Like pretty far back. But it's on the map. Who knows if it's actually there? But on Google Maps, that's where it says it is, and I'm dying to know. I don't
2: even. I don't even know about that. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, I think oh, it's brand
1: new. I I like did a little bit of a deep dive, and they got some like major hospitality investor to invest like a bunch of money, and they're wow. opening a ton of them all over the country.
2: I was gonna say that Flintstones places—they've been trying to sell that for since I was a kid. It's gone from like three million to two billion to one million. Nobody wants it.
1: They keep – wait. Oh, they're lowering the price or raising the price? No, they're lowering
2: it. I'm sorry. Okay. I was going, yes,
1: downwards. I was gonna <laughs> yeah.
2: like, I'm going to sell for a million. Nobody wants it. Okay, two million. I don't know how kind of buyer you're going to get. But, Fun yeah, fact,
1: gonna... I've actually stayed there.
2: I had lunch there. That's cool that you stayed there. I had, no, uh... it's not cool. <laughs> I mean, for th- to say that you've stayed in Bedrock, that's pretty cool.
1: People live there.
2: I'm oh, just going to say that. People yeah. are creepy that live there, too. That town is creepy. But I I love uh, if you ever have another chance to go there. There's a place called the Double Eagle, Double Eagle Trading Post. Yeah, one of the coolest place to get a lot of uh, Navajo or Hopi like jewelry. Is that the one with the
1: teepees in the back?
2: Yeah, out uh, in front. Yeah, 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 the ones. Yeah, out yeah. Of yeah. Out
1: you gotta have to go right if you're going towards Grand Canyon. You go right a little bit, and then you nailed it. Look at I you! I think there I've is. been there. I think I've been there. I've been it's to the cool. Grand Canyon a
0: bunch. It's cool. Um,
1: okay, but let's talk about Williams. So, for our okay. listeners, Williams is on Route sixty six. Mm-hmm. There's also, so there's Williams and Seligman. Have you been to Seligman?
0: Uh,
2: briefly, like, uh, so. So Seligman there.
1: was always a big stop for us because there's a place, um, t- called Delgado's
2: mm-hmm. and that
1: family, um, was big on like Route 66 preservation and they also give tour guides free lunch. So we Ooh. would always stop there. <laughs>
2: and per- and that's what we're all about. We're all about perks. Yeah, so. we like
1: the perks, but, um, Williams is also cool and it's very kitschy. Like it's very throwback, um, Elvis Presley Route 66 signs, like, I don't know how else to explain it, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like cars. If you've seen the movie cars, there's like little notes of that. Um, that's
2: that's what was cool when we went into Williams is that uh, we went to, in one of the gas stations that was kind of modeled after the one that they use uh, yeah. in cars. So, and we had guests walk through there. And of course with Disney, it's, it ties in so well. There was a lot of things that tied in that with Williams, with cars and stuff. Just yeah, random as the as the Imagineers went through there to kind of get inspiration of Route sixty six. It was it was really cool.
1: Yeah, that is cool. Okay, and then so there's a there's a place called Barrizona, which I've never been to,
2: mm-hmm. and I'm
1: dying to know. I'm also like, how much? How much does it cost to go to Barrizona? Like thirty bucks? I, th-
2: I think it's for the vehicle, thirty or forty dollars. I mean, <gasps> obviously, you know, something like that. But you, and it's really cool. Like I. It's if you just if you justify if you have a couple people in the car you know it could be like ten bucks a head and I think that's worth it with with the animals you see I mean you see copious amounts depending on the weather obviously. Do you, you get see, out? You walk no. around like a zoo. You you can't. There are areas you walk around, and then the drive-through yeah. area is like where you're going to see a lot of the bigger uh, mammals and animals and stuff like that. So
1: it's like like they're roaming around. Yes,
2: they're roaming around your vehicle. They're like a safari.
1: Had, yes,
2: we had like bison essentially like standing right, right in front of us. On,
1: Shut up!
2: I swear, and like they, and it was hilarious because. Uh, you, what's included with your vehicle price is this thing called the wild ride. And it's like a school bus that's been like militarized, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's all no windows and it's all like seats and stuff like that are all brown and the vehicle's like golden yellow. And then you're, you're taking that. And the guides are doing a phenomenal, very uh, kind of jungle cruisey vibe, like making yeah. jokes as they're going like Disney and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know if that was tour specific to us or not, but it seemed like that was their normal thing. Yeah, So we're going through and we're seeing, you know, black bear, we're seeing timber wolves and like, you know, like I was Shut like, up, I, I, was really? like I, I was like, why are there timber wolves here? And, <laughs> and I was so like, cool. oh, that's insane. And so, and then they had these, they, they, and over 60% of the animals are all rescues there. So the mission is fantastic. Yeah. And uh, so you do this whole, like, th- I'd say it's like a 30, 35 minute drive through. You're seeing all these different animals. And then you get out, and it eventually builds up to, like, the highlight. And so what my my favorite thing is that we went to a jaguar enclosure, and people were feeding the jaguar. And this jaguar what? is super cool, and it's running around. And it's, it's massive. And there's not many – I mean, I think that the most recent sighting of a jaguar in Arizona was it came up from Mexico into uh, Tucson, and people saw one in the wild. And that's the first time in, like – are you Some talking odd...
1: about mountain lions? Is that the same thing? No, as a jaguar? no, 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 oh. it's not.
2: Yeah, I'm talking about literally the black jaguar that you, that you saw, like Jungle Book, and so oh. it, it, yeah, Mount, mountain lions. I mean, those are also very, very hard to see and find yeah. as well. But I'm talking yeah. about legit jaguars that they kind of come up from like se- south and Central America and make their way up in the desert. But and I it's happened before. And yeah. so this jaguar was a rescue as well. That's up there at Arizona. And it was cool because our guests got an experience to kind of see that. But then we went to the otter. They have a little otter enclosure. Yeah, and I, saw, have, your, oh I saw your. Oh my god! Story. I was freaking <laughs>
1: out.
2: And, and so like they're just perched on this little rock, and you could just fake you throwing them. They're throwing them little uh, little fish and stuff like that that they're chomping, they're munch, munching on and chomping on, and they're all super cute. And it's uh, it was you know it was something you didn't expect, and I thought it was yeah. like, kind of like a hidden gem, especially. Like they should
1: call it something different. I thought it was just bears. Yeah, I know. I right? <laughs> really did. And,
2: and oh. they've they've invested. And in what's interesting is that honestly, I've never been there. And you know, if you're driving yeah, I've never from been Sedona, there
1: I've driven through there a lot. I've and never if you're driving there. through
2: Sedona on the way to the Grand Canyon, you see all the billboards. You see the advertising. You, like they do a really yeah. Now they're even doing it more so on social media. And even down here in the valley in Phoenix, yeah, because there's another place called Out of Africa. That's in um that's in uh, Prescott. And so what's cool about that is that it's kind of the same thing. You do like a zip lining over like a lion enclosure and you're like, yeah, but this place gets, you know, it gets dwarfed by the the massive, you know, love for the Grand Canyon. Right. Yeah. But the coolest thing. And so that was the animals were fantastic. But the restaurant they have there is called the Canyonlands Cafe, and it was absolutely beautiful. They just really? finished they just finished building it. And so like the inside the architecture, uh, they have like Montezuma's castle, which is of course on the yeah. up, up the way up to Sedona Gancaine and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's beautiful, yeah. Camp Verde. And yeah. uh and they have all these little things like built into the walls and it's uh, it's in the Native American tribal history and then bald eagles and stuff like that. But it's all around, like, this amazing meal that our guests were enjoying. So, I was like, this is insane. I have pictures I'll send them to you. Wow. But it was so cool. Oh, my gosh. That sounds
1: really cool.
2: It was so cool. And the gift shop's massive. They have the largest largest man-made built, like, train electronic train or something like that it was crazy it was just going around the middle of the gillship and i was like Why oh is this yeah here? like a yeah 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 model like tra-
1: train yeah. model train yeah there you go, that's wow like that. that's so cool i love that like you can visit a place over and over again but there's all the like you could just be i just i drove i drove right by that like mm-hmm. a lot and you know it just takes like a second look and there's so much more to see like everywhere you go the <laughs> other thing i've never been to in arizona but i've heard about is that giant crater oh like meteor that, crater the meteor crater i honestly I heard haven't
2: there, I you haven't been there either, either. no it's it's, oh, okay. it's 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 not on the traditional tourist route you know you got to go east you gotta no, go east at the stuff. yeah it's like a
1: private thing right it's not a state park or anything
2: uh you know you could yeah you pay to go in. it's a privately owned area yeah people can go and visit and stuff like that but it was just i think it was i think the story is like fortunately the guy that lived there like it happened on his land and so he just you know monetized it yeah so but there's a lot that's of so like, crazy. East of Flagstaff <laughs> that are just so cool, like Grand Falls, Arizona in March and April when the white uh, when uh, San Francisco peaks get all that snowfall, all yep. that melts and those yep. waterfalls that happen through there. And like that's up on the cusp of the Avila Nation. And like I've never been there. I wanted to. But it's just, you know, not it's, it's just sometimes it's so hard it's to get up to the area. So it's just
1: seasonal waterfalls.
2: Yeah, it's just March, March and April pretty much are the big time where the snow is melting. What? And they, have a, they had a heavy snow season this year, too. So they yeah. saw a little bit, a little bit coming down.
1: Whoa, that's cool. I know. Whoa. Okay. All right, let's talk about Grand Canyon because we have to, not because Duh. we have to, but we want to. Dulles. Um so when I go to Grand Canyon, yeah, it's a, it's 60 and it's it's like just for our listeners. It's totally it's fine. It's a totally safe road, but people are crazy on it. It's two lanes and everybody has to pass each other for some reason because they have to get to the Grand Canyon like fifteen minutes faster than the person in front of them,
2: <laughs> or wait in the line fifteen minutes yeah, to get yeah, past the, yeah to get
1: past the gate. The gate exactly. and it is like it is like Devil's Alley. Like people are insane, and the to- and there's giant tour buses, there's giant coach buses going in both yes. directions. There's smaller tour vans like the pink the jeeps and stuff like that, yep. and then there's like. All these people driving from Vegas, I guess, that have rented like Mustangs and they just like have to get there faster and they're just really, really playing with death. Like You're literally explaining
2: like my nightmare. It is <laughs> yeah. terrifying. It, it, yeah. it is absolutely terrifying when you're driving up that road, especially – uh, when, cause when I first started guiding and doing, uh, my day trips and it started in Phoenix, go up to the canyon, yeah. and you're bringing people back. And so you're doing eight hours of driving.
1: And yeah. You know, one and day. The end so, of the day. And you're and exhausted. In the heat. At in like the, heat, four, in the heat. In the summer. All day. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're driving it's, too. Or do you have yep. a driver? And I'm driving yep.
2: too. I'm, yep. no, I'm driving too. And so yeah, then I'm. Yeah, exactly. And so like, I'm on – it's like 4 o'clock, and I'm already tired, and I got to get back home, and I got to get these people back for dinner reservations in Scottsdale yep. and stuff like yep. that. Yep. And in, in this road, like you're expl- – literally, you explain it perfectly. It's terrifying, <laughs> both in yeah, its one way. And, you know, you got one traffic going one way, the other coming the other way, and people are flying, passing, and this and that. And until you yeah. get to the Flintstones area, that's when you're almost kind of safe.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, especially- they have a big slowdown at that – point like mm-hmm. you kind of feel like you could get a ticket there maybe,
2: mm-hmm. maybe yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe i've, I
2: never per, I'll, I've, I've just, seen yeah. anyone. I, i've gone 90 plus a couple of times uh, through that area but i <laughs>
1: you're I, part of the problem Hey, <laughs> I, I know
2: i know In my personal vehicle just be, but obviously i got
1: because I, yeah. it is yeah it's just straight like just like for our listeners like it is literally just a straight shot it's a little bit of Rolling Hills, kind of, but kind like of. a uh, lot of it is just straight. A lot
2: of it's I mean you think I think you see like one mountain that's like this this mountain off to the right hand side when yep. going into Grand Canyon and coming out you'll yep. see it to the left and but it's all, you know, private land right there and and yeah. so it's all people off the grid and stuff like that. You'll see it's the empty the it's windmills. Empty. empty, yes. Empty. Yeah. Yeah, if you're lucky, you'll see just like pronghorn antelope kinda of running off to the sides. Yeah. Maybe yeah. but it's yeah. That place is built for like a destruction destruction car derby or something like that. It is yeah. terrifying. Yeah, it is.
1: That's
2: that's funny you brought that up. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, I mean you said Grand Canyon, yes, and then you bring up the road yeah. And well, like, oh, I mean no. it's
1: like all part of it. Um, for sure. Okay. And then, um, then you get to Tuesday which is a cute little town and Mm -hmm. it has the most expensive McDonald's in the country. It's like insane. Mm -hmm. You go in, like I've been in there a few times, not going to lie. And you just ask for like a sausage McMuffin and it's like $8 or something. And you're like, wait, what? And that's
0: when you
1: realize where you are. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is how much it is. And I'm like, man. Um, but we would stay at the red feather lodge, uh, which is the same building as Plaza Bonita. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and that's where we'd stay, or we'd stay at, um, there was a campsite there i forget on the right hand side behind the pizza place we, we, cook. Pot- we cook. cook
2: pizza yeah so
1: are you like do you get down with we cook pizza and pasta i you- ha-
2: i had to for a while when i was working with think g because we would go up there and we would uh you do pizza it, on the rim and we would do pizza on the rim and so there yeah. it was it, i i thought it was i like it i give it like a like a if i was going for yeah, you know, a good pizza review score. I give it like a seven two. Like so a, I that...
1: there's um there's like a war with my friends, my <laughs> guiding friends, and it's either hey pup, it's yep. either um Maswick, which is the lodge, you know Maswick Pizza, it. yep, or we could possibly eat some positive. But then my friend Carson and I. We're like, F that. We're doing our, oh, we go, we went to Pizza Hut. <laughs> we just oh, like,
2: boo. And it
1: was so much cheaper. We were like, I know. So like, we're on a budget, you know, we're on a budget. And when it's like the budget's for the whole two week trip, so okay. we, just, we saved like 75 bucks going to, <laughs> going to Pizza Hut. Now that you're saying boo, I kind of feel like, okay, that makes sense. But I, we gave, <laughs> I mean, I gave. I, Mas- I know the
2: struggle though. I've done that several I,
1: times. I've given Maswick and we cook pizza and pasta a lot of business. Like, M- I love. Fine.
2: I love Maswick's. Like I'm honestly like, I mean, there's so many sh- different types of food to get. And you know, like this is like you know this like food yeah. court of different places you can go. But the pizza is obviously one of their highlights because it's like it's dedicated. Better. It's a dedicated area. It's its yeah, own special yeah. private event. And so, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. But I'm a week. I'm a week cook guy. If I can get, if I, I'd <laughs> if always, you i always get I, the week
1: Did I'd you go just, for the hamburger pizza? Are you a hamburger pizza guy? Uh, I tried it. It was good.
2: I'm a, I'm a boring traditional pepperoni cheese unless on the pizza i know that's not me that's not me it's like 28 (laughs) dollars people think pineapple yeah people think pineapple don't belong on pizza pickles don't belong on pizza it's a thing though
1: i think they're like literally selling to europeans like this is this crazy thing we do here but like (laughs) they're the only place that does cheeseburger pizza but anyway okay so you get your pizza um Mm -hmm. and then you're doing you're you're going to the grand canyon what are what are your go-tos with the grand canyon like how what i mean just like you don't need to explain to me like i pretty much probably have an idea Yeah. but for our listeners if you're going to the grand canyon for the first time what should they expect and where should they go and what do you recommend
2: I mean, everyone's obviously going to go to the Visitor Center. That's usually going to be the most popular place always. Yeah. At that, and along with Mather Point, of course, is which, pretty yeah, the which is pretty much connected hand-in-hand. Yeah. We take our guests there for their first view. And, and that is, like, the most usually iconic first view you're going to get at the canyon, just based on where you're driving and the only way to pretty much get into the canyon. If you're going the traditional way, the signs direct you where you go. Uh, yeah. My favorite place is the Geology Museum. And so that's yeah. going to be the, the second stop, of course, off to your right. And yeah. so... Also as you're like you're hanging out there you're kind of getting the cool little war map of the Grand Canyon when you walk in there and you check out all the cool like rocks of time and the billions yeah. the trillion and million billion year old things that they're all using weird references for time with. Uh, yes. But then if you go out there and you run to the left, of course there's no fencing really to the left, to the right there is, but to the left yeah. like some of those points are just just natural beauty right there and that's yeah. probably my favorite part. So I, and if I had to go top 3, I'd go uh, right there, conveniently, off the, the South Rim, I would say Yavapai Point, the Geology Museum, Yep. Uh, Mather Point, and then I'd say right there, off, like, the Hopi House on the South Rim and the, the village and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hopi House is cool. And if you have yeah. time to go
2: to the east, the, the east side, like, e- like East Watch and the Desert View and stuff like that, the Watchtower? Yeah, That's the Watchtower
1: cool. is cool. I had never actually been in the Watchtower until this past year because, like, time or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like this, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's got, like, four stories I like, <clears throat> my head. I imagine, like, four stories. And it's One, two, got all three. these yeah. weird, like, um, it's mock. It's not, like, legit, but it's like, exactly. like cave, these cave paintings, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, they got,
2: like, pictographs and petroglyphs, and they've got these, like, uh, Mary Coulter, Mary Coulter, who is like the architect of a lot of the stuff around the Grand Canyon. And so she had to get, she got all of her inspiration from a lot of the Native American tribes in the, on the the reservation on the Canyon. Yeah. And she's brilliant. And and, and it was awesome to see kind of that come to fruition with that building.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of people also don't realize that the Grand Canyon is so massive that it actually isn't all in the national park. Like there's lots of um, Native American territories on the Grand Canyon as well. Like it's that, it's just huge. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. so big. Mm-hmm. Only in Arizona, got- though. People get yeah. confused.
2: They think it's in oh. everywhere else. It's only in Arizona.
1: Gotcha. It's only mm-hmm. in Arizona. The whole canyon's only in Arizona. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, and then my other very favorite place is... Um, is Lake Powell still in Arizona? Page? Yeah, Page is, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> <Arizona's> cool.
2: <laughs> I know, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> northern Arizona is so underrated and so... People yeah. go to Lake Powell all the time, and then Tahoe, even if they get all the way up there too. Uh, part on the Ooh, way to what's Utah of uh, Lake Tahoe is, of course, on the way up to Utah. If you're going okay. like north, we have so a Lake
1: Tahoe if... in California, so this is new to me. I don't know. Th- I didn't realize there was a Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Is that also a small, lake? Small, yeah,
2: no, very small like, dams. Lake, yeah, not like the Lake Tahoe in California. It's okay, really small...
1: but it's still fun to go boating and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. I have, been you, have you have you done
1: there. have you done any boating on Lake
0: Powell?
2: Not in, not there. Not in Lake Powell, and I mean I've done it down here. I mean the major reservoirs outside of the Phoenix area is where, where, if any time we're going to go wakeboarding or if we're going to kind of go out to those areas, Saguaro Lake, Roosevelt Lake, and then Canyon Lake are three reservoirs off to the east of the Phoenix area, and that's where people will go in the summertime when it's 120. You know, it's beautiful there. So,
1: oh my gosh, wow, that sounds awesome. Um, okay, cool. So yeah, yeah, tell me a little bit more about like the so i'm familiar with everything we just talked about but like there's obviously a lot more going on phoenix and then tucson and then down to the border like do you ever did you? i mean is that for sure a thing like would you go to mexico when you were like under 21 to party? Like, oh my party? god
2: oh my god that's my that was my life uh and so <laughs>
1: that actually really surprises me not at all that's... i thought that you were gonna tell me like no, 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 it's super dangerous in the border cities. We would never go. <laughs> from
2: when I moved, no, my goodness, when I moved here when I was five, all the way up until I was 16, we'd go twice a year to Rocky Point, Mexico, which is uh, the Puerto Penasco. And yeah. so you go right down there and it's in uh, the Sea of Cortez and it's amazing. It's probably the coolest thing. And so when we were younger, we'd go and we would get a, go in a campsite and we'd have a little trailer and we would just camp out with all my fr- my dad's friends from work and their families and I had buddies with them and we would go out and get fireworks and do fireworks on the beach and we'd go fishing. And I remember I've got pictures of me with Barracuda and so many different. Yeah. I mean, I loved it. I loved it so much. And now it's, it's now a big tourist destination. They've got beautiful uh, condos and resorts and stuff like that down there on uh, Sandy beach is an area right there in that area. And they've got golf courses now. And so people from Arizona go there very frequently. Like that's a big, we're three hours away from the ocean, and that's the closest one. And so people go there all the time.
1: Wow! So like you're only over three California, hours. yeah, over California. Um. Okay. So th- only three hours, and you can mm-hmm. do all of that. That's really cool.
2: What's cool yeah, is I that. Uh, and, and sorry to break up. The, uh, to interrupt. But uh, they uh, so they recently actually built a, a port there, a, a cruise like they're they What's cruise this, What is
1: it called again? Tell me again, so I can look. Puerto,
2: it. Up. Rocky Point, Mexico. Puerto Pinasco. Okay. But if you look up Rocky Point, like you'll see all of that on. and so we uh they recently and so they're talking about it they have a they want to have cruise ships be able to go into that area and they actually started selling some like very small small cruise not like disney ships that i worked on but like small cruise lines luxury cruise lines that would go in that area and so the thing is is that they wanted to have it connected to a like a u.s city and so the closest city metro is phoenix and so then the, the official like port would be like the port of Phoenix and people will go to Phoenix and have to go down into like Mexico Whoa. and stuff like that because the airport was is not big enough. It is an international airport, I believe. But yeah. they said there's a connection and a correlation because all the stuff would have to come from Phoenix to build it because yeah. they don't have the supplies, the infrastructure there. And yeah. so we we were like, oh my goodness, like Phoenix might be like the port of some ships and stuff like that. Which yeah. is which is silly to think, you know, in the middle of the desert. But
1: but you're pretty Close. Yeah. So, would you it. say if we had better relations with Mexico, it would be good for the economy? You don't have to say anything. I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I,
2: I mean, I, I think so. I mean, yeah. Pen, yeah. Pending wall, you know, and
1: stuff like that. But, oh man, it's such a bummer. <laughs> I feel like a lot of my friends that are living in Texas or Arizona, or actually, you're my only friend in Arizona, but friends in Texas. <laughs> Like, they have, a, a like, a really strong connection with Mexico, and they would spend vacations in Mexico and drive, like, just straight up drive across the border yep. with their families as, like, a normal, totally normal activity that they would that, do.
2: That's crazy, because that was a normal – that was a normal, like, family – that was our family trips as a kid. Like, yeah. go to Disneyland, people go to Grand Canyon people go up north in colorado stuff like that we went to rocky point mexico and, and a lot and, of my friends in the area i grew up with all do the same thing and so it's and those, but like, you a
1: won't life. you won't do that anymore that's
2: done or... it's not it's done it's just you know tradition the tradition kind of died as we got older and so if yeah we, like we went to uh no what was this maybe four years ago i had family yeah. and we went down there and it was an amazing trip but it's yeah. just something that's hard to do you know at times change and people yeah and jobs. Man. But my i have buddies that still have like houses and condos down there too so
1: oh my gosh i'm looking at it on the map and it looks like a little blip like just a little dusty little city
2: oh it is so and it, and it used to be yeah. dustier too
1: yeah cool man that sounds really cool actually i love it um awesome so that's really great to know okay so let's talk a little bit about like just um your like high school and like was was football a big deal in your high school was this is it like a sports town oh I mean,
2: massive i played baseball in high school and in college
1: uh, oh yeah we won, you did play baseball in college cool we
2: won state for our baseball or our high school Woo! yeah nice. it was awesome we still talk about the team. yeah they're actually doing playoffs right now and they play what's cool is that they play in all the major like spring training stadiums because obviously phoenix is massive right. with baseball and we have yes. all the, the cactus league that comes down here and all the teams that play here so like the high school teams get to go all go ahead and play in those giant stadiums for their state tournament so we had the privilege of oh doing that, and uh, my high school right now is playing. I went to Corona Del High School, and it's in here in Tempe. Uh, yeah, 3,200 3, people, thirty-two hundred kids go to the school, and I graduated. I think it was like fifty-five, no, five hundred and fifty, or something like that. Wait, uh, five hundred fifty
1: kids total
2: gra- graduated in my class. In your class, three thousand ah, plus
1: are going. That's to the school. big. Yeah, yeah that's it's a, a big school. high school. It's <laughs> a big. That's really big.
0: Yeah. It's a oh, big very
1: cool um okay so what so like growing up you were like busy with baseball was that like a year-round thing or were you is that that's a fall sport right
2: that's a year-round thing yeah every year-round thing what's crazy is that i mean and obviously the season and stuff like that like football is the only thing that's a seasonal sport where you're only gonna really play in the fall and the winter because of how hot it gets but like baseball you're outside playing all the time soccer is big here too because i mean the weather and obviously the climate is is perfect for all these sports to be played outside and so, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. baseball, soccer, basketball, all these things, people are playing outside all the time. And and I was year-round with must baseball. Be, yeah. Just like California. I was gonna, yeah.
1: There there must be, like a, like, a subculture or, like, a group of, I'm going to assume men, which is probably not true, but, like, that are really good at growing grass. And, like, no – like, you know what I mean? Like, they've got the irrigation, the seedlings. Like, they, they have it, like, set to a science. Because I bet your fields are, like, impeccable, right? Our, like, our
2: high school field is honestly one of the most beautiful thing I've ever seen.
0: Like, it,
2: yeah. it's – lo- But, it's honestly, it's more, A, because we have a very wealthy area that we were in, and a lot of people donate to the cause. But yeah. also, you're right with the irrigation and stuff like that. But it's also – it expands farther than just, like, baseball fields and stuff like that. Like, I mentioned golf earlier. Like yeah, Arizona's got like a hundred and twenty plus, like immaculate golf courses, and all the water that goes to that. A lot of the water, and we're in a drought. We've, I mean, we've been in a drought. I feel like for over 15, 20 years in the Phoenix yeah.
0: area, and yeah.
2: uh, officially, and and a lot of that water that we all use from our reservoirs goes to those golf courses because that's one of our ma- major uh, incomes for tourists Income. and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: And you just like it. And, and it beautiful. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if there's a drought. You just keep on sucking that water right oh, out of the river. Oh,
2: suck it on up. Yes,
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Salt, Salt yeah. River, Verde River, they supply a lot of that water. And then that's what makes, oh makes our gosh. world go around. Yeah.
1: Um, so I was talking to my friend from South Carolina, and baseball is really big where she's at, too. For sure. And she was telling me that. Um, it's like illegal like against the rules for kids to switch high schools in high school because like different schools have like different uh, reputations and get better representation through scouts and so do you that's run it, crazy. Like, you obviously were scouted cuz you played college ball but like yeah. Is that part of the culture? Like, just like intense parents, intense coaches, like intense opportunities, like pressure.
2: I, I can't wait for the day that I have a kid that is in, in in high school, just so I can have the tea, the drama that goes around with uh, athletics. Of course, I love school. it. I just love like it. I, I, I think bite it's cause right I,
1: into it because
2: I. I mean, I'm not the one that's getting all like. I mean, I maybe I don't know. This is <laughs> future Kevin. I have no idea what that kind of parent, he, but he's going to be an intense father, but. He's going to be two yeah. his kid because I coached yeah. at the same high school that I played at. And I met those parents and parents involved in sports nowadays. Like they got to let the kids make the decisions because it's such a parent ran thing nowadays. But kids yeah. make these decisions now. It, it's odd because with with Twitter and with all these different social media, oh. stuff like that. Oh, kids are announcing that. kids are like announcing where they want to play and coaches, even high schoolers. High school coaches are recruiting kids to come to other high schools and such like that. We had, yeah, uh, we've had people way more in my day when I played ball. Like it was way different. Like you were going to that high school, you're not really leaving. Nowadays, there's so many kids that are just jumping to go play where their friends want to play. So they'll go one year, their freshman year at one high school where they'll play, and then their sophomore year they'll go to another school to play with all their buddies and kind of like they're already
1: playing college. Like they're already literally that's all they're doing
2: it's it's like the pros and, but they're trying to like monopolize their one school with all their buddies which i love because i wanted to do that but i hate because you're just throwing like yeah. that culture uh, of that school and that team like you're you're building that teamwork and of course uh, you're building all these friends and, and, and having friends is lifetime when you're playing sports in high school like i still yeah. my best buddies are the kids i played ball with in high school my best friends right. like and I'll, I'll never trade those moments for the world but now that it's all They're just, just
1: jumping ship. They'll, just fun jump and games. ship they'll be like whatever <laughs> and
2: that's not here. illegal like your friend you said in, in South Carolina like it's not yeah. people it, there's open border uh for schools and stuff so if p- you can just apply and say hey or I have I I want to I'm staying here or, or I want to do this it all depends on the district people wow. jump around and go to different schools all the time to play ball and, and, and it's just for baseball it's not for education like it's no cool. sports around the world in, in my opinion Whoa. it's crazy
1: do they um do they charge tickets for like parents and like the general public to go see these games? Like, are nah. they that popular? No, depends. Still high
2: school. Yeah, it's not like te- I mean Texas. I don't know. I, I you can talk to the people that football and stuff. Like- you go to football games cost money, I believe. Yeah, football games yeah. will cost money. Baseball games won't cost money, depending and on. Are there
1: a ton of baseball games like like in the pro- professional and minor leagues? Like, are there are you guys just playing like like series like like five run like five nights in a row or uh, is it
2: like not more low-key professional wise no it's very low-key there's no real minor league teams in this area there's just a okay. the Di- there's just the diamondbacks only three major colleges in asu grand canyon and uh u of a and u of a is obviously yeah. down in tucson so up here we only have asu and gcu but, but uh, i mean the
1: high school kids do the high school kids play a ton of games yes. whether in school
2: oh my god <laughs> whether in school or club or club ball like they're you're always playing you're never, never you're never stopping and, I, I, and, I, and and it's and it's could be, you know, it's it's great for the kid, but it's also not great because they're just exposed to so much of this like heat and athletic activity and stuff like that. I love it. Yeah. I'm all for it. But I've seen kids, you know, they get burned out and a lot of it it could be there, you know, because they want or to injured
1: or, or, before they even mm-hmm. get to college. They're or like par- playing so much
2: or, you know, the parents just want to force them to do what they want to do. And that happens with parenting. And and you see that. And sometimes the kids are just like, I really don't want to. But. I got to do what, you know, mom and dad tell me. And you see that so many times. Kids that are very talented and they know they're talented, but they don't want to play. But they've got the the hand that feeds is forcing them. So,
1: wow, what
2: it takes. It's crazy.
1: Intense. Mm -hmm. What was your high school mascot?
2: The Aztecs.
1: What? Yeah, the
2: Aztec, The crown of the sun in Spanish.
1: My so, um my high school mascot, like when I was a kid, like the high school in my town was just the straight up Indians, but yeah. in the nineties they switched it to the red-tailed hawks. And the rumor is is that there's a brewery called Red Tail Brewery. And apparently, like the year that they switched it, one of the dads like owned the brewery. And so there yeah. was like all this like abundance of this particular beer, and that's how they ended up being the red tailed hawks. <laughs> I guess. I've heard that. But, sure uh, yeah, but you guys that's... are still sticking with the Aztecs. Or you're, mm-hmm.
2: you're oh, it'll be, be forever. That's that forever. Been, I think thirty-three years now. Is that how long it's been a school, a high school here? I remember yeah, I saw yeah, a picture, yeah. a picture of the original when it was just being built, and everything around the area was all just dirt roads,
0: and there was wow. no freeways,
2: and it's all farming land and stuff like that. And I mean oh. Phoenix. Phoenix, of course, always was being developed, but not until the last 30 years is when, the, you know, the population was tripling, quadrupling every year. So so what's
1: the draw? Why are people, why has Phoenix become so popular? Why do people want to, other than like the nice weather and stuff, is there, what's the industry? What are that, the jobs?
2: Well, now it's tech. A, a tech and aviation are definitely some of the bigger oh, ones. Wow. But, you're, but you nailed it. Like the weather is why people want to live here. I, we just had my, my, I was over at my mom's house. And so she actually had a, she actually had one of her friends we 're from Connecticut originally, and so obviously back east, so the weather there is not nearly as kind
0: oh and,
2: and so she came on out and she had, she was she was a little bit sick and she came out and she said immediately like she felt so much better. healthier, so much better and it 's just because of the dry the dry heat the weather you don 't have to worry about the rain or the snow or anything like that it 's all just like Hot. perfect <laughs> i mean yeah until the summer it 's getting there it 's oh, been one hundred recently and then 120 really? but the average temperature. You're down in Phoenix is like 77, 78 degrees, because perfect. only four, five months of the year is actually going to be 120 and such. It's, right. it's nice. It's perfect. Right, no clouds. Right, right.
1: No rain. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm liking about living in LA right now. Is oh, the for is really sure. Nice. Yeah, you know. It's just it. nice. You know. It's just it. nice. I know, right? And I lived yeah. in the South for a bit and. The winters are wet and freezing and I don't the roads like it. freeze and then it gets so hot and humid and there's pollen and it's like crazy. <laughs> Go I, mean, away. It's nice. yeah. I liked it. I mean it's a good experience. Um and I and who knows well where like I'll end up down the line, but I California's. And I That's... yeah, like the South like this like the west. <laughs> like this yeah. like, area. I, west
2: Coast is the best coast. Like best the, coast, Arizona yeah. Arizona, Utah was amazing, but California, Arizona. All those two areas, yeah. that's, just, that's just, I think, is the best places to live with climate and stuff I, like that.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, I went back, I, we
2: were talking about baseball, but I went back in Connecticut and played baseball in college. And I, okay, like, it's snowing, it's freezing. The first game I pitched in, it was in March, and it was snowing while I was pitching. And I was like, this is not what I signed up for. Like, this is not like, what yeah. I, how I was <sighs> raised, and this is not how the game is played. <laughs> And we were doing like, <laughs> yeah. we're in a basketball gym in December hitting ground balls. Like, and I was like, this is a joke. Like in December, yeah. we're outside at 70 degrees and it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's, and it's like 15 degrees and it's snowing. I'm like, oh, this is not, this is it's not like fun. Wet.
1: Your like cleats are all yeah. wet. So,
2: so I respected, nasty. I respected them for how they did whatever it took to get their training in. But I was like, this is yeah. so much different.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Weather is, gotcha.
2: weather is nuts. But yeah, that's one of the big draws people come out here for is for the weather yeah. and, and for, I mean, tech. Tech, aviation, stuff like that. That's a lot of the big reasons people are out here. And
1: tourism, I bet, too. Oh, I mean, 100%. percent face it. It's mm-hmm. a big tourism draw for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me a little bit more about Phoenix and, like, are there cool, like, areas that young people want to live? Or is it just kind of, like, urban sprawl? Does not matter? Like it, is, da- is there like a downtown that's hopping or like not i mean what is it for
2: like? sure and that's yeah. something that yeah
1: i mean the metro
2: area is is more the popular one like like the mo of phoenix is that you really don't want to live in downtown phoenix like uh, as, okay. as i'd say uh, that was kind of it as of like 10 years ago they've done a really good job of kind of modernizing it and making it more yeah. hip and hip and more of those uh, nice areas for that kind of millennial community and they beautiful condos
0: more upscale yeah. for
2: sure. That because they know that with the the tech the tech companies that are coming in, the obviously the higher income, and so they're going to make more of those beautiful places for people to stay. But yeah, Tem- Arizona State uh, down in Tempe, that's definitely the college area, and it's also really nice living. The food is amazing. <laughs> Phoenix is the best. I, I love it. I love the food so much. I'm not going to say the best food because I was talking to someone from L.A. and the food in L.A. is amazing. No,
1: I mean, well, tell <laughs> me why. Like, what are you? What's the go to uh, menu item? Are we talking like? I don't know. I don't even want to guess. What are you, what are people eating? <laughs> like, here,
2: down here? Uh, yeah. Man, we, I, but everything. Sushi is amazing. Sushi oh, is so amazing. okay, okay. okay. Uh, gotcha, Mexican, gotcha, gotcha. Obviously, Mexican food, and, and you can go to somewhere that's like a chain or you can go somewhere that what used to be a house back in 1940 that their mom and their grandma and their grandparents and their grandparents parents before them were yeah. all creating this amazing delicacy of, uh, of a dish that's been yeah. passed down and now turned into this restaurant and that's only open from like, 12 to 3 on a tuesday and this yeah, and, and, yeah. you know something crazy just role. to
1: like make rent or something yeah <laughs> like just but like people a... are
2: lining up out the door oh, to go to these places oh, nice. it's insane and That's so yeah got, got kicking back to the my friend that was just in town she was just like i can't believe the amount of like either break because we, we would go to breakfast and then we'd have something else and we ate out so much but she was like i didn't know like variety
1: food,
2: the variety of food and the diversity of great dishes that you can have here but yeah like Mexican food, sushi, burgers. I mean there's I was mentioned Arizona State down in Pedro. There's a place called Chuck Box, which is the coolest burger place around. There's this is huge wood fire grill that they're just cooking mm. and they're yelling at each other the entire time of what you want and Nice. It's very just yeah. I mean food is my favorite thing in the world, so okay. I'm all about
0: that. <laughs> as
1: as very you couldn't cool. tell. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. but wait, can you name some neighborhoods that like if a young person was gonna move to Phoenix they should like sure. look out for? Oh like, for
2: sure. Scottsdale yeah. is Scottsdale's gonna be the bigger one. Yeah. Scottsdale is going to have more of that kind of culture and that 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 atmosphere. That someone yeah. in maybe they're late, early to mid twenties, even early mid thirties, stuff like that. Yeah. That's kind of where you want to live. Chandler, the city that I live in, and Queen Creek, those are expanding. Those are getting ever popular, larger. Uh, yeah. They're all they're all very they're all very synonymous with each other. They're all very similar, and so yeah, but yeah anywhere around the phoenix area is where you want to be outside of like the west valley in my in my opinion but people a lot of people live there uh glendale stuff like that if anywhere in the southeast valley kind of that's that's a lot of places that you're going to see people that are are working for these major new companies that are coming on in they're going to be kind of working down in this area that's what i feel chandler gilbert queen creek santan scottsdale that's a lot Yeah, yeah yeah,
1: ton what do you know? Um, what like a two bedroom apartment runs in that in those areas? Yeah, for or rent, twelve hundred. Yeah, yeah, twelve hundred is the number.
2: Ooh. Yeah, eleven hundred, twelve hundred—that's the that's,
1: number, man. But that's... like, it's double that in LA. Like, crazy—it's double that in LA. But it seems like across the board. Like, I talked to my buddy from Kansas yesterday, and then my girlfriend from uh, South Carolina,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and like, yeah, like that twelve hundred dollar price point is like, what's up? Yeah, I feel like if if and it's that's
2: a that's a luxury apartment too, in my opinion. Yeah, like two bedroom, yeah, yeah, yeah. twelve hundred, thirteen hundred. Like that's a nice complex a you're nice gonna be staying in, spot yeah. with like
1: the pool and the gym and like all that kind of nice stuff. Exactly, the amenities. Nice, right?
2: Amenities. That's the key word. Yeah, the key. Amen- <laughs> amenities. Amenities. They got all the, yeah the, all the goods. I guess you could say. Oh man,
1: I just went um and stayed with a friend in Henderson, Nevada, which is like the suburb of just Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah, I've
2: been there. Yeah, on, on your way to Vegas from Phoenix, you drive through there, so I know. That yeah.
1: Oh man, she had some real nice amenities. They had like uh, outdoor ping pong tables and they had like not only did she have a gym, but she had like a rowing machine in the gym and like just like they had yoga classes available and like, oh man, it was just like those really are nice stuff. Those,
2: those are some of the coolest like complexes that have like the scheduled activities for the people that are living there. It's That's, like you're
1: retired, but you're like a young person.
2: Exactly. Like the they, had a,
1: they had a bar. They had like beer on tap and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's oh man like if you work remotely
2: (laughs) from home like that's the go-to right there yeah
1: and like really nice lounges and stuff like to me it's like a little stuffy because it's like just so new you know like it's like you're living in a hotel almost yeah but then you just kind of like think it through a little bit more and you're like this is kind of nice also i I don't know i like i like my residencies to have like a little more character but i get i get it like i get the appeal Uh oh man that's good to know okay cool um okay and then just like in general um I guess we kind of we pretty much touched on it just trying to imagine like as far as like the culture goes like would you say your friends and family are like into outdoors activity? like I feel like there is like a good culture of like get like mountain biking and getting out there and like hiking and stuff mm-hmm. would you say that that's pretty normal like families that's... are camping and stuff like that
2: not Camping, yeah, a little bit more of the hiking and just hiking and mountain biking, those outdoors yeah. activities. Not as much camping, obviously, trips. because, yeah, if you're going to do, like, a day trip or something like that. But, I mean, I live 10 minutes from a popular trail. So, like, I yeah. can just walk outside, jump in my truck, throw my boots on, and then I'm I'm doing, you know, three, four miles. And even, like, South Mountain is one of the major ones here in Phoenix. And they got, like, over 300 miles of trails around this mountain. And what's cool is, obviously, public – it's all public land and public yeah you know state ran trails and stuff like that and so yeah they're doing this that they're doing such a good job of maintaining it so good yeah Respect yeah, those they people. Are. <laughs> yeah 120 they
0: really degrees
2: are. and those I guys are like hiking the... camelback mountain in phoenix which is the hottest and hardest trail and these yeah. guys going up and down, making sure people have water. Shout out to all those people that are rangers. Yeah. They're fantastic. I
1: even like your logos, like the different trailhead maps and like the different like uh, branding that you guys have oh, all yeah. over. Like I love all of that. I think it's really, it's nice. It's nicely done. And every city um,
2: has their own. And I mean, I, it's cool because yeah, like three, or four hours, you're doing like a really good trail and then you're back home. Like you don't have yeah. to like commit you to like, a big to day, but if you yeah, want yeah, to, yeah. you know, Sedona and stuff like that. So it's cool
1: you can. Um, And then are there any annual festivals that you would recommend or that you look forward to every year that Mm -hmm. are like traditions? Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? The the Tempe
2: Arts Festival. So that's downtown Tempe. That's right by Arizona State University. And so you have a lot of people uh, in the the Phoenix metropolitan area that have phenomenal different types of artworks, whether it be paintings or or wood carvings or sculptures for for home furniture, stuff like that. Uh, Musicians that are out there. And, And so they close down Mill Avenue is the big that's the thing you know like every city has like it's it's place where people are going out and stuff like that for Arizona State University students and other people in the area Mill Avenue is the place you go to for the nightlife and yeah. they during the Tepe Arts Festival they'll close down Mill Avenue and they'll just have all these tents with all these little pop-up and these little uh, these entrepreneurs that are trying to sell their stuff and you know yeah. small businesses stuff like that and so it's a really you go there it's usually a Friday and a Saturday I, I'm not sure if they do it uh, I feel like they do it more in February and so yeah when it's cooler it's cooler outside or maybe even uh, November I'm trying to remember it's a weird uh, uh, <laughs> what yeah, the November, others? February yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, the book I, ends I in winter yeah, well I've been gone for two
2: years so I'm trying to like tie together when the last time yeah. I around. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, Uh around but it's so nice and the food there is really cool and you had a lot of local eats and local customs cool. and, and, and artists and stuff like that so it's a good to support the kind of community oh hang on yeah Here. Um, there you go
1: Cool. That sounds great. Um, And then awesome. – oh, I do – like, we're wrapping up. Like, we've been talking for a while. But I do want to touch a little – I had a really good conversation with my friend last night just about, like, your travel life. Like, you lived on – like, for me as an overland tour guide and just, you know, having polite conversations with different people – it always gets brought up. Why don't you work on a cruise ship? Like you should go work <laughs> on a cruise ship. Always, always, always. And I'm like, eh, not really for me. Like it's just so massive. Like it's just, it, I feel like I, I feel a little overwhelmed to, cause I've heard that like when you're living on a cruise ship and you're working, it's like a city, like of staff people for running sure. this thing. And it, um, but I'm just, you did it for two years, right? Correct. Correct. Um, and you, and like, you probably worked for one of the nicer cruise ships that's available, the Disney Absolutely. line. Yep. Um, what, what was your, what was your takeaway? And like, what were some things that like were great? And what were some things that were not so great? Like, how'd it go? <laughs> what it, was, where did you live? Like, did you have to share a room with like six other people or was can, it like you had your, can, own, your own You space? literally,
2: you literally opened the can of worms. Like, there's, there's so <laughs> many. There's Sorry. so many things to talk about. And I know a lot of people in, in the hospitality industry, they always talk about working in cruise line. I mean, I, my, my background, of course, I have a lot of guiding experience, but it's mostly entertainment. Yeah. Like, I'm way, yeah. I consider myself an entertainer before a guide. Like, I did right. five years as DJing and I'm singing for weddings and then I, while I was guiding. But, and then also, if you're going to work on a cruise line, you have to have more of that entertainment kind of
1: you had to be vibe on too. all you're the time oh
2: my on all the time and so yeah let's see uh roommate you asked about that i only had one roommate i'd always have one okay. i did four contracts and each one uh was five and a half months four months four months four months and okay. so that's where you're completely no days off you work every single day roughly oh 10 my <laughs> position was 10 hours a day in entertainment but other dining servers stuff like that uh 14 hours a day was easily not was easily achievable
1: do they pay you by day or do they pay you by hour
2: you're 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 uh weekly paid so your salary essentially no matter oh, what your salary. salary okay unless you cool. work over your your work week is 70 hours though so it's not like the traditional like 40 70
1: hours
2: and i would work 68 69 hours and so uh that wow I, and, and, and i and i didn't want to work over 70 i signed that in my contract and i mean like the difference between two hours is and if you work overtime over 70 you get like $12. Like you don't get paid that much. Like, yeah in my, and, yeah. And I I I'm I'm didn't have any debt, so it's you make a you save a lot of money. You don't make right, a lot of money. cuz there's no rent. Save, no yeah. rent. You don't pay for That's food. That's the key. All you pay for uh, is listeners coffee and internet. out
1: there if you want to save money, <laughs> stop paying rent. Stop paying rent. <laughs> <laughs> like just figure it out. Um it is a game changer it's when you crazy. stop paying rent. crazy. And it's I'm not saying crazy. move back in with your parents. I'm not saying move back in with your parents or your grandparents. Or your boyfriend, your girlfriend. I'm just saying, like, figure it out, and you can start banking. Yeah, it's just just like game changer. Quickly,
2: too. Like, it's let that. Like, then you'll look into your bank or your your banking app, and you'll see, you know, like, you save this much more than you spend. I'm like, yes, I do. (laughs) Yes. And and so that's what I love about working on the ships because I was just working. Yeah. And and I was doing something I loved. Like, I was literally having the opportunity to be on stage, like introducing Mickey Mouse, and I was like, this is something that in a million years, I never thought I was going to see myself doing. And so that was cool. But from the, from the kind of standpoint you were asking of like the life there, it's a whole, it's very odd. And I remember starting and walking on the first week I did it. You're doing all these safety classes. You're learning about, you know, instances that where the ship could possibly sink and safety is paramount with obviously the Disney company and just the cruise line industry fires. Oh my goodness. We had so many like just random little scares and stuff like that at three in the morning where there was a fire in the theater and stuff like that. I, yeah, Whoa. it's, oh no, I and I've been woken up and you've had like, I mean, we had uh, 4,000 crew members, or I'm sorry, 4,000 guests that'd be on the ship and yeah. 1,500 crew members. And yeah, that's so a our, ton of people. That's a lot of people. It's and like so, a college you
1: know, campus, it's like a small college campus.
2: Oh my goodness, it's, it's that's like six times larger than the college that I played in, in, in yeah. for baseball. Yeah. So I, and, you, and you see these people everywhere. and But uh, for roommate-wise, I have someone that lived from, or I was someone that was from Serbia, france trinidad and tobago Whoa. Uh, uh let's see uh, canada philippines the philippines is probably the highest
0: uh
2: yeah highest percentage of the population on the ships is probably yeah. from the philippines yeah but but yeah i mean 62 different nationalities crazy
1: oh, on you one learn boat. a lot in on one boat sheesh
2: you learn a lot you learn a lot of different God, uh
1: sounds col- crazy
2: yeah
0: Huh. Non, and how long, were you doing a?
1: Were you doing a? Yeah, nonverbal. <laughs> were you doing a lot of loops, like doing the same itineraries, or were you just cruising like oh, a lot of different
2: ports? Unfortunately, the ship that I worked on, yes, we only went to Nassau and only went to Castaway Key, which is Disney's private island. So people are like, travel oh. the world, dog. You sure you see everything? Yeah. No, I only did three and four day cruises where I would literally Whoa. it was like it was Groundhog Day, and so I'm waking up and then I am doing the same thing a lot and I'm I, I, felt, I felt robot robotic a lot they did a really good job of kind of uh, entertaining the crew members with various activities and stuff like that after hours and but like yeah. all that stuff is always at like midnight or 1 a.m
0: because everyone yeah. works all day
2: and the guests are the first priority
0: but yeah but yeah the,
2: our, a lot of our other ships in the fleet they go all over to amazing places but ours was the money maker where you do two two just crank two it out cruises a week and you're just yeah it's cranking it out for people that just want that you know disney experience at sea so would
1: you pick them up in fort lauderdale is that where you Uh, pick them up
2: port canaveral okay so 45 minutes east of uh, orlando
1: wow and then and you would just work every day for four months straight no break
2: no uh you not not like consistent 10 hours i would on average for for what i was doing i'd maybe start at like one day i'll start at 8 a.m and i'll work till Eleven, and then I'll be yeah. off like eleven to four, and I'll take a nap, or I'll go work out, and I'll do something yeah. like that, and then I'll work from like four to five, and be off for thirty minutes, and then like five to or five thirty to eight, and then I'll be off for an, a couple hours, and then maybe Jeez. work eleven to one
1: with doing something with the, the adults at night. So pretty much any job you ever have after this is going to be super easy. Honestly, Honestly, that's why I
2: feel like they kind of were like, okay, he can work this amount of time for this, yeah, isn't he? He can handle yeah. like this. Because yeah. you're, bred, you're wired differently once you do this. Were you,
1: were you surprised that they didn't hire more people from the cruise line? Like, when you went to the audition, were there a lot of cruise line people there in They're,
2: Orlando? Well, Melissa was another one that worked on the – But the, it was but, just the two of you, right? Yeah. That and got then, it? Uh, Lexi worked on the, uh, the cruise line, too. Right.
1: But, but that's – yeah, not yeah. not right recently. But yeah, They're, that's – yeah. I think the she's Florida She's like a
2: lifer. Yeah, she's a lifer. There's, yeah. a, there's a there's I think there was like six or seven. I'm not surprised honestly. We had yeah. f- 48 or something like that people at the Florida editions and six mm-hmm. people. A lot of people were so talented and so diverse, and I think yeah. they also you know they want the mold of everybody else's experience. They don't want just the people from the ships because everyone can handle this job. Yeah, and, you know how amazing yeah. it is. So
1: that's true. Yeah, it was um yeah crazy. Well, that's real And then what what would you do like um when you when you got the break, how long was your break before – when your four months was up, mm-hmm. how much of a break did you have before you got back on the, bo- on the boat?
2: Six to eight weeks usually is the average. Uh, okay. And so I think I – seven weeks, six weeks, six weeks. Those are my, those are my vacations. And so – What did uh, you do? Yeah, Each one was different. Uh, I had a girlfriend at the time who, who yeah. was on the ship, and I, she came out and visited me in Arizona. I had friends that came out and visit. Obviously, took them all to the Grand Canyon, did Sedona, all that jazz. Uh, and okay. to New York on another – Toronto on another trip. And right. then, uh, other than that, just sometimes you just want to sit down and do yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, huge... it. Like I'm a huge. I love doing nothing as much as I love doing nothing. Yeah, I
1: know. I know. It, I'm the same. I know you know it too. <laughs> yeah.
2: And, but like
1: whenever I start to feel guilty about doing nothing, I just think about my calendar and I'm like, I'm about to do so much. Yeah. Like I'm allowed to not do anything right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I I'm love about justifying to be so doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I'm, love
2: justifying doing nothing. It's like, I, I you know, I, yeah. I did a push up this morning. I can. Yeah.
1: Well. I, yeah. Like a week from now, I'm going to be so busy. Like I, exactly. can take this, I can take it easy right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. That's cool um well cool but now yeah like it's going to be interesting um like is the grand canyon season for disney is this year round do no. they run winter trips oh, okay no. they don't.
2: Uh, i think actually i think they did a couple uh maybe like two or three but it's mostly
1: it's few and just far between it,
2: yeah the, i yeah. mean we did two in april i believe and then we yeah do, we're doing one in or maybe i think one at the end of may may 22nd to the 29th that the canada people are all going to be shadowing with with katie Are you going to be on that? No, I will not. I start the one right after that. That's a uh,
1: bummer. That would have been so fun. I know, right?
2: I'd have been like, hi, everyone. Uh, But uh, every every week all the way through September, I think end of September, they have the the Greg Canyon Tour. So they're very busy. And they said, I haven't gotten my full schedule, but it seems like consistency is what the word that was used. And I was like, that's the word I wanted to hear. So that's good
1: yeah yeah they have me working all the way um into september as well so that's i'm very really excited that's yeah. great that's gonna be Sto- long
2: you're stoked I'm, I'm stoked
1: for you that's gonna be a lot i'm ready fun. i can't believe you already got to do your your shadow trip that's so cool I, yeah <laughs> i wish it was later
2: because i did it and i get hyped and then i have to wait yeah you just gotta hang up. out yeah exactly. yeah yeah, so yeah. I'm yeah like all
1: right cool so well later. you should try and sque- if you have the time you should try and squeeze in some adventure sure. maybe go yeah. somewhere new
2: yeah, I don't know. I, it's I, a
1: really nice time of year to go to a lot of places. So. Oh, for sure. Oh, for yeah. sure. Before you yeah, get yeah, busy, yeah. it's
2: always a good time to cram it in. Maybe I was thinking about going to California. So, have you been w- to
1: Yosemite yet?
2: I haven't. That's on the trip. And mm, I You should to, just uh, go there. Go there. A shame I haven't. I talked to Trevor about going and stuff like that. Maybe we all can meet up there.
1: Yeah, you should go. You should definitely go. Me too. Um, very cool. All right, I think that about wraps it up. I do. Yeah. Thanks for sharing all that. I'm sure there's like lots of people out there that are thinking about doing that cruise life. So it's nice to get. <laughs> A perspective, you know, like, I had a girlfriend that just did the photography. She just went around the cruise ship taking photos.
2: They're nuts. Of,
1: oh, man. Yeah, People, yeah, like, their contracts
2: are really long, too. They do sometimes, yeah. I think like, seven, eight months. The performers on the theater production, they do, like, eight-month contracts. So they're there yeah. for a long time. But it's, like, a traditional Broadway tour. But the photographers, woof, they're busy.
1: Do you, like, mingle with everybody? Is, like, everybody Everyone. cool? Or, like, are they, like, clicks? <laughs>
2: like, super, how do you manage this, uh, that's a great question and it's it's, it's both uh you yeah i'd have friends that i'd never in a million years thought i would be friends with and yeah. just random people from like montenegro like i had a buddy who who was a dining guy who you i
1: should go to montenegro now i you know a buddy there <laughs> he's on the <laughs> ship
2: unfortunately but i'm like hey yeah. your family lives there right like i'm going but yeah. that's what's cool is that you have all these these connections in different places but uh yeah they, that's uh, the point
1: of this podcast is like you're right trying to like just like I don't know. I did a lot of traveling and now it's all wrapping up and it's like, Mm -hmm. what, what, what just happened? What just happened here? You know? And it's like, this is my way of trying to kind of like connect the pieces and make, make something out of all of that. Like a lot of my, a lot of my friends that I've interviewed are people I've met in Central America or like met at work or, you know, travel that I met traveling, you know, even though we didn't, like, I've never been to Kansas at the same time as my friend, David, like he's still my friend from Kansas, you know? Mm -hmm. So sure. That's and that's, what, uh,
2: that's something that like I had, I've been to Australia, but I, I would love to go back because I've worked with so many people from yeah. Australia, like now have reason to go back and you have reasons to go to these places rather than yeah. just for
1: adventure. And it's the but, best, like it's like both travel styles are great, but some of my very favorite adventures are visiting friends or family in those mm-hmm. places because they know, they know what's up.
2: Yeah. And you're always going to love going with someone that knows rather than just yeah. a, Yelp, a Yelp review or something like that. Totally. So,
1: well, very cool. Awesome. Um any last words about Arizona? Oh, I got I, I have a question to wrap it up. Are outsiders like you said there's a lot of people moving there. Are mm-hmm. outsiders welcome? Like is there like a vibe of like like if you're like if you're a tri- <laughs> What do you even call someone from Arizona? Like an uh, Arizonian?
2: Uh, sure, Arizonian, a uh, Phoenician is really what we call oh, are called here in fancy. Phoenix. I know we got our Egyptian <laughs> roots. Uh, so there's
0: they, uh, see. they
2: uh, everyone is an outsider. And yeah. no like if you find someone that's a, a raised here born and raised in arizona that's rare i mean a lot of people come from all those cold climates and they want to come out here for the warmer weather so i think everyone here everyone's welcome come on out there's so many places so many opportunities for work for life for everything so yeah we're all arms wide open as creed would say come on over
1: (laughs) um very cool all right i could probably keep talking to you about more stuff but let's wrap it up okay um good luck this season you too Uh, stay in touch Mm -hmm. you don't have to have a podcast to stay in touch not at all um but yeah you got my my insta yeah reach out yeah i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna be yeah i'll send you some messages throughout the season for sure um but yeah have a great season and um yeah stack those bills you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying (laughs) enjoy those resorts (laughs) i'm I'm excited to see what what everybody gets to do this summer it's gonna be great okay All right. We're signing off. Thanks again, Kevin. All right. Thanks again for having having me. I appreciate it. Okay. Later, dude. All right. Later.
0: If you liked our show, please subscribe to the Across State Lines podcast on iTunes. If you want to check out the show on YouTube, you can find a link to our YouTube channel at the show's official Instagram. That's Instagram.com forward slash USA podcast. And our official website is acrossstatelines.podbean.com. There you can find an XML feed for our show. Thank you for listening.